Hi folks, I'm Alan Watt and this is Cutting Through the Matrix on April the 4th, 2011. Newcomers, I always suggest you look into cuttingthroughthematrix.com and help yourself to the audios which are there for download for free. There's hundreds to choose from and hopefully it will give you shortcuts to the big picture of the system into which you're born. And it was on the go long before your parents were born and their parents too were kept at a low level of a fake reality, basically, at the bottom. We're entertained and uh, kept very, very busy, too, working away. And we're given nonsense by the media to give us this fake reality. It's in the movies, too, and so on. Although you actually get more truth in some of the movies than you will in the media. And um, it's, I try to give you the shortcuts, as I say, to understanding how it works and how your mind is basically run for you by think tanks and professionals in psychology, mass behavior, all that kind of stuff, the culture creators, basically. And when you're there, too, remember that you're the audience that bring me to you, so you'll find the PayPal button on cuttingthroughmedias.com. You'll find how to order books and discs that I have for sale, and hopefully that will keep me ticking over because I don't bring on guests who really are there to sell things to uh, the audience. Uh, that's what most hosts do. That's how they make their money, and that's okay. That's called commerce and business. But I try to keep this basically down to uh, a broadcast, a broadcast where hopefully I can educate you to some extent and, and at least give you pointers on how to start looking for yourselves. And I don't try to take you over or tell you to follow me. I just want you to look into what I, I show you, and you can take yourself from there. Because everyone must decide for themselves what's going on. And we've got to become individuals again, too. And certainly knowledge is power. And I try, hopefully, and give you the organizations and uh, uh, the articles and the books from the big boys themselves, which are far superior than reading anything out of the media. So buy the books and discs I have for sale from the U.S. to Canada. You can use a personal check. You can also use an international postal money order. You can send cash. You can use PayPal to order. Use the donation button. Follow it with an email with name, address, and order, and I'll get it out to you. Across the rest of the world, it's Western Union, MoneyGram, Cash, or PayPal to order using the donation button. And remember, two straight donations would certainly be appreciated because that's generally how this thing just trickles over here. This is more than a full-time job. It's not even something I would push on my worst enemy. It's something I decided it had to be done years ago because I saw all this coming up a long, long time ago, this wonderful uh, New World Order, uh, a utopia, eventually, after the horror, of course, we all have to go through, uh, for a few to come through. Uh, No, the better kind, the better families, that type of stuff, the ones with the long genealogies. And that's also what they really do. They have massive think tanks working for themselves, always planning their future, and prime prime of all and foremost of all is their own personal survival through anything at all. And they literally have looked at every possible scenario 
of things that could happen, things they want to happen, and things that can happen outside of their control, and how they themselves will survive. That's what it's all about. It's a form of Darwinism, and they were on the go long before they put Darwin out there in front to bring in a form of secular humanism. So, as I say, look into the site cutting through com. If you find sticking on downloads, try the alternate sites which are listed there. These are the official sites I have, and uh, that might go through easier. So many folk go into the com site. At the same time, you might find uh, problems once in a while. Not too often, but once in a while. And that's why there's lots of my sites listed right up there. Now, I'll go into the events as you hold on to your sanity, as I said years ago, because you'll have to hold on to your sanity as we go through what's going on and coming up. Back with more after this. Hi folks, we're back, cutting through the matrix. Tonight, as always, I'll be putting up links to the articles I read so that you can look up the, them up for yourselves and see what you think and maybe save them for future use because really a lot of this stuff goes missing down the road. So save them and burn them on your disk or whatever you want to do. Put them onto external hard drives because one day in the future, hopefully, there'll be some people around with some knowledge of what's happened before as opposed to the new reality you'll have even then as we constantly see history go down the memory hole, even when it's happening. One or two days and they're gone, all of the articles. So you've got to really keep um, uh, these articles. You can't explain to people. They, they all want uh, proof, of course. And once you're too far gone, you can show them the proof. It won't make any difference anyway. They'll go with the most current uh, government version, and they're well-trained. They're simply uh, totally um, indoctrinated, really. It's, been, it's done very well on them. So... I'll put these articles up, as I said, that I read now. We see the intertwining of private business, which is really fascism, fascism uh, private business and, and uh, government, uh, public-private partnerships, they call it now. It sounds much better than fascism. And our tax money is used to finance the big corporations, and they give their kickbacks for the contracts to government and th- that uh, gave it to them. And that's how the system really works. It always has worked this way. And sometimes, once in a blue moon, we hear... The fact that it has always worked this way. I remember when Mulroney was in and they had a big contract for aircraft uh, for Canada and a guy who was the middleman to do the dealing uh, eventually was charged because they had to get a scapegoat when it leaked out. But he said, this is is the way we always put a bribe out towards the, the people want to buy it from to get the contract from. And this is in the millions, of course. And that standard business practice at that level. That's what the lobbyists are all about, of course, too. And we like to pretend it's nice and clean and it's anything but clean. It's, it's, a, I mean, it's, it's a different set of rules up there, of course, different laws for special people. But as I say, we see these private businesses getting in touch with everything. I once also mentioned before last week that, um, and before that too, I mentioned that uh, you, you'll find, for instance, your taxes for the year are really done, sent over to India, this outsource, as they call it, from Canada and the U.S., and they do the tax taxes and then settle it back to the States again. Well, it's even worse than that because they're also doing the same with the census, and I mentioned the big companies are in on the census deals uh, this year. This article comes from Sheila in Scotland. Uh, she's got the schoolhouses. I'll put the site up, too, for her because she does a lot of exposure of Big Brother Scotland 
and uh, what's going on there with all the social engineering uh, for this beautiful New World Order. But this one is about the, she sent me the link to the one, the company is called Kaki, C-A-C-I. This is awarded £18.5 million contract to process the Scottish census. And it says, um, the contract awarded by the General Register of Office of Scotland, which is called GROSS, appropriately, for sensing, printing and data capture services is for the 2011 census. This will be the first time the Scottish census has used both traditional paper and new online questionnaires. Scotland's last census was held in 2001. And it goes on and on about how it's done and so on and how it's legal, you've got to fill it in, etc., etc. But he's a private company. Now, who is Kaki? You'll find this company is involved. This is the same company, intelligence agencies. This also works with governments too. They took over Abu Ghraib, in fact, and to do with interrogation after all the bad news came out and, and kept interrogating too. So here's basically the military industrial boys again, the private corporations uh, who've been involved in intelligence for, for CIA and all the rest of it doing the census for Scotland. So they know all the people's data in Scotland as well. It's just astonishing, but not really, because I said in 2001, if you think this is bad, hold on to your sanity because we're going on a roller coaster from now on. And we truly are. We truly are. We've seen the whole world change. And that's what one of the big boys said themselves at 9-11. It says the world's never going to be the same again. And he meant it because, you see, it's not planned. It was never planned to be the same again once they got what they wanted. These fortunate events that they always want and need to happen to get a totalitarian world system rushed through, you see. And 9-11 just happened to fall in their lap, just like that. Uh, we find the same thing with the Copenhagen agreements to do with bringing down uh, people to austerity and um, uh, reducing carbon and all the rest of it, closing down the, the, the coal plants. And then they go and uh, start the, this whole thing for closing down nuclear reactors because they got what they wanted in Japan. I mean, these guys could walk into a casino and clean the whole place out. They're so darn lucky, aren't they? Hmm? Is this luck? Is it really luck? Well, I wonder. And as I say, so I'll two, two or three articles up on, on Khaki, you'll find their homepage and so on. And what else they're involved in. They're a big kind of mercenary intelligence out for, out for hire. And that's what they do. Employed by governments now as well. And, um, I'll put up Sheila, uh, from the schoolhouse too. She does the home education forums for homeschoolers and so on too and tells them how to try to get round things without getting put in a slammer. Now, <laughs> as I say, you hang on to your sanity as you go through the roller coaster, because you'd think you're living in insanity discovering what's given as news. You really would. Because, see, every pressure group and is out in force right now, all clamoring for, uh, for to get what they want. And it's all working in towards either equal rights, which are, which are actually beyond equal rights, or special rights for different groups, and to change the face of society forever, to change, was, there's no left, I thought there's a very, family, very few families left anyway to destroy. They have new, new definitions of families and, and so on. But it's a whole new way of living that's coming in that's be different than any that was been, has been seen before, where we're already really in it. And Toronto, for instance, You've got a sluts march against sexual assault stereotypes. 
Uh, this is no kidding. At hundreds of self-proclaimed sluts marched through downtown Toronto Sunday afternoon, protesting a police officer's suggestion that women could avoid sexual assault by not dressing provocatively. Hundreds of self-proclaimed sluts marched through downtown Toronto, protesting the officer and so on. It says, in fishnets and stilettos, t-shirts and jeans, a three-piece suit and a birthday suit, uh, hundreds of self-proclaimed sluts marched through downtown Toronto to Sunday afternoon, protesting a police officer suggestion that women could not have, could avoid sexual assault by not dressing provocatively. Polly Esther walked off the subway in a plunging neckline and knee-high platform boots to join the noisy, spirited march from Queen's Park to police headquarters on College Street. She raised a hand-lettered sign. It's simple but stark message definitive of that of the protest. Uh, Christmas 1985, 14 years old, bundled in layers, did, did I deserve it? In other words, uh, someone who was raped before, uh, because supposedly the way they were dressed, at least that was the connotations. She says, it's got nothing to do with what you're wearing, said Esther, 39, and I'm living proof of that. I wonder what a slut, a slut is today anyway. I mean, what is a slut today? I, I don't know what it is. I've seen music television once in a blue moon. And uh, I, I just don't know what slut is anymore, so it's hard to figure out. Now, in Libya, we do also know that from the Independent, it says, um, the first discernible signs of mission creep by the coalition were detected in Libya yesterday. In several places around Benghazi, there were palpable signs that Western assistance was active on the ground. And what they're doing, uh, they found up uh, there's UK personnel, special forces there, and, and they're bringing in uh, high-tech uh, surface-to-air missiles, training uh, the so-called rebels how to use them and so on. And uh, it's right out in the open uh, that this massive Western aid coming there. And they're getting these missiles via Egypt. They've also brought in Egyptian special forces to work with them now that they've conquered Egypt. So so that's really uh, way on the go. It says... Um, it says, and mind you, they've killed, I think, more civilians than any any of Gaddafi's forces. But anyway, that doesn't matter. It's collateral damage, and they've got to get this uh, done. Um, I'll try and, too, and put a, a link up to Brzezinski. You'll see him on on uh, television where he he talks about the U.S.'s role there because he's, he's talked about American strategic interests and vital interests and so on. So nothing about saving the people or anything else, just about American interests and Israel's interests combined. So he talks about it quite openly. And I put another one up too on Big Brother Scotland. It's quite interesting uh, where they go through Scotland's way ahead now on snooping uh, on children and maybe children even snooping on parents and the electronic child surveillance systems that got rolled out there for a country that's so small and is supposedly bankrupt along with the rest of them. They're doling out money from the military-industrial complex like crazy with contracts to make sure that uh, everyone's under the big brother in big way, big style. Quite amazing. But, you know, Scotland really was a socialist country for a long time, and the big boys that put the union boys in there too made sure that it would stay that way. That was always the plan, of course. One of the articles, too, is to do with Japan. They're now disposing of the radioactive water at sea. More of it, I should say. This is the operator of Japan's damaged Fukushima. One nuclear power plant has announced its plans to dump water containing radioactive materials into the sea to free up storage for more highly contaminated water 
Tokyo Electric Power Company said Monday that some 11,500 tonnes of relatively low radioactive wastewater, all of this low stuff, eh, will be released in the Pacific Ocean, possibly from Tuesday. We have no choice but to release water tainted with radioactive materials into the ocean as a safety measure. So that's that on Japan. And also putting up two links to some very good photographs of a a small drone that was sent over the the sites there. You'll see there's nothing left to save. These things were envisioned in the first day of of, of, they melted down, as far as I can see. And they've been hiding this from us all. But uh, uh, tremendous photographs. You'll see what's left. You'll see the pipes broken outside and all the rest of it of these reactors. And you'll see the, some of them have actually melted right through to the ground. You can actually see the holes where the steam or something's coming or smoke's coming out. So we're really being radiated in a high, high dosage. And I'm also putting up a link up to a site to show you um, from the, the government's own website, which is well hidden, by the way, uh, so you can check up to see the radiation levels in your own area, especially in the U.S. Back with more after this break. Hi folks, I'm back and we're cutting through the matrix. I'm talking about the articles that I'll put up at cutting through the matrix at the end of the show. And um, one of them is also uh, from UNESCO. It says UNESCO is involved in new atomic weights table. They're actually altering it all. And they're including carbon this time as well, a different kind of rating for carbon. Because after all, we'll all get charged money for breathing uh, in the very near future and so on. So I'll put that up for you. And also, there's another one. It's to do with uh, the Economic Union, the, the, the Commission, the, the EU Parliament has, um, has got an increase of sa- safety of radioactive foods as an emergency measure, pre-written, of course, for such an incident like this, where they actually up the safety standards of the radiation contamination allowable in the foodstuffs and water and so on. And you have to go through um, Google Translator to get it it's in French, uh, but it's from the EU Parliament itself. So that's already in effect. They've increased uh, the so-called safe levels by a, quite a lot, in fact, uh, and tried to keep the public fairly quiet and in, in the dark about it. That's why it wasn't widely publicized outside of their own site. So I'll put that up for you to look at as well tonight. Uh, quite something that's happening on, isn't it? Another one, too, is from, it was a Greenpeace, actually, and we know they're all lefties and they've got a big agenda and all the rest of it, but they did a, a good one on uh, going round outside of the Fukushima plant, uh, around the so-called evacuation zone, and they show you themselves going around with the different uh, radiation meters, and they're off the charts, apparently. Uh, one of them maxed out at 9999 plus CPM, and that was 35 kilometers from Fukushima, well beyond the so-called evacuation zone, which was far too small to start with, that, that, that one. So you can watch that from YouTube as well. And <laughs> I said this for years, you know, once, once we go into this mayhem, this chaos that would be created, and that's what we're in right now, by the way, a deliberate create chaos, as they ram all these different things through for carbon taxes, energy taxes, and new kinds of taxes all over the place, 
after being uh, 9-11, we were 9-11, we were bankrupted with the banks. Then we, then we bailed out the banks by borrowing money from private moneylenders again, and uh, taxes go up and all the rest of it. Then we have this thing happening now with terrorism everywhere, of course, we're under terrorism, and we must all be watched. And every military uh, um, uh, supplier is in on the act now. The military-industrial complex is in, in the act of monitoring us, watching us, and doing private contracts with governments to monitor the Internet and all the rest of it. But you've got to pay for all this, you see. And it says here in this article here from the Real-Time Economics, to continue future budget, U.S. must raise taxes by 35% and cut entitlements by 35% as well. Now, I said that is when we're finishing off the last jobs to be done, that's the Middle East, the countries are not on a standardized central banking borrowing system, usury-free. When they're finishing all that off, they'll be pulling the rug from underneath the people uh, back in America at the same time, and that's exactly what they're doing. So it says, to restrain the U.S.'s future budget crisis, the federal government must raise taxes by at least 35% and cut entitlements such as health care and Social Security by 35%. The International Monetary Fund economists warned Monday in a new working paper. The IMF, the big daddy of them all, that works for the World Bank. Uh, that's, again, what Carl Quigley talked about. He talked about the, the Bank for International Settlements. These ones come underneath it, the International Monetary Fund and so on. And the International Settlements Bank would be the, the ultimate bank for lending money across the world, which is pretty well could become now. While the projected ballooning of future costs of entitlements is a so-called baby boomer generation enters old age, they're always on about that, like there's nobody getting born or nobody's emigrating into the country. The IMF's paper quantifying just how much the federal government will have uh, to trim its budget sheets sheds fresh light on the political hurdles ahead. Raising taxes and cutting spending on health care, Social Security, Medicare and Medicaid are some of the most sensitive issues for voters. The IMF paper written by Nicoletta Battini, Giovanni Calegara and Giulia Girero shows that if the government doesn't cut entitlements, will have to raise taxes by 88% <laughs> to pay for their costs. Since the federal government has historically collected around 18% of gross domestic product and taxes, the mandatory entitlement programs may absorb all federal revenues as early as 2026, when the cost of servicing the debt is included in the calculation, the economists say. The IMF officials use a Congressional Budget Office most realistic scenario for future U.S. budget outlooks, which says that President Barack Obama's new health care law will save some costs, but the ability of the Independent Payment Advisory Board to slash costs will be limited. Also, the IMF assumed that existing tax cuts remained around 2020, given that many analysis will be nearly impossible for the government to raise taxes. When you've got all these wars to pay for two and money to give out to certain countries across the world as well. So it does not look good whatsoever. And, of course, the same thing is happening elsewhere. Uh, in Britain, they're slamming them, because uh, they're all part of this one too, to, to bring them down to third world, world state level once they've finished off their job. And it's almost there now. But it says that the ministers, as the politicians, admit family debt burden is set to soar. Now, they, <laughs> you wouldn't want to go to Britain now. I, really, I don't want to go there. I know how bad it is. This is George Osborne's budget. Chancellor George Osborne unveils the budget. The Office for Budget Responsibility, what a joke, eh? Predicts average household debt will reach £77,000 by 2015. 
The famines will be hit by a spiralling debt crisis over the next four years. It will see average British households plunge further into the red as government austerity programmes bite, officials reveal. Austerity means poverty, folks. And that's, suppose, that's the goal with New World Order. Back with more after this. You're listening to the Republic Broadcasting Network. Because you can handle the truth. Hi, folks. We're back, cutting through the matrix. And there's Al from Oregon hanging on the line there, so uh, we'll talk to him now. Are you there, Al? Yes, I am, Alan. Uh, thank you for all the information you disseminate. Uh, being a baby boomer, uh, Rock music had a, a huge influence on my perception, and now in retrospect I can see that I was uh, maybe misguided in some of the things that uh, I believed in uh, due to music. You having a background in rock music, uh, I, is it your contention that uh, groups like the Rolling Stones, the, the Beatles, Frank Zappa, you know, you know the, the list goes on and on, were in on this uh, New World Order philosophy? I'll tell you what they knew about it and what they knew or were taught. And they were selected, too, for their their, their opinions, for, for their social leanings. Um, and that was that there would be a nice utopia, a socialist utopia coming out of it. That's what, that's what the level they were at. And you see that more with John Lennon, who uh, he had a tremendous dilemma later in life because he ended up being a multimillionaire. And he was still pushing socialism for the working person. And his lifestyle was not conducive to the, his, his politics anymore. And he went through a hard time, obviously, trying to reconcile the two when his wife had a, a mansion, one mansion just to hold her minks, you know, uh, stuff like that. So uh, they're taught about this wonderful utopia. And it's also sold to them as a kind of freedom coming along the road. But you, when you go into the ones like the Stones, too, the Stones weren't a bunch of uh, just uh, rugged dope smokers. They also, I mean, Mick Jagger was an economist, and he still does the group's books today. You know, that's why they became so wealthy and didn't lose the cash. They did their own bookkeeping. So the guy had smarts on him, too, and they were given heavy promotion at that time because the big boys in the culture industry, especially the BBC, which you thought would be ultra-conservative, was the main uh, station pushing the drugs and having interviews with them falling off chairs and Tee-hee, aren't we naughty, so that the children would copy this stuff. So this is promoted from the top down, like Plato says. No culture changes happens from the grassroots. If it did, they'd have to eliminate it um, or they'd lose control. It's all authorized from the top down, and that's how it is. There's a good site, too, I put up as well about the history of the Frankfurt School. They were brought in early to, to manage all music and to manage um, uh, the messages in music and to find new ways of um, even brought in stroboscopes and stuff, the guys that worked with them, and, uh, and and the guys who worked with the Grateful Dead, too. I've gone through the history of those guys. They were all ex-military guys at the top that ran the Grateful Dead. They, were, they went around America handing out bags of LSD. You had the same thing in Britain, throwing literally sacks of LSD over the university walls, all for free, to make sure it was kicked off properly. And um, stuff. Uh, the fact that uh, people like uh, were, are getting knighthoods now, and mm-hmm. the irreverent Englishman uh, Rod Stewart singing uh, uh, American standards—it just all doesn't 
click mm-hmm. for some reason, but I can see that uh, maybe it was part of a plan. It was part of a plan, and it's a good website out too. It does some of the history of uh, the, the head groups that were brought out at that time. Uh, you mentioned Zappa, uh, and it's, it's about Laurel Canyon. If you look it up, it's probably in my archive section too on my website, uh, cuttingthroughmatrix.com, and they go through the history of uh, these characters. They all came from military uh, families, you know, intergenerational. Even Madonna came, comes from an intergenerational military family. So it's, it's, they all have that in common, uh, and that's what they use for the U.S., of course. And as I say, the, the military-industrial boys or military families were also in charge of many of these top groups right through to the present day. Yeah. And running up to the present, uh, there's a group down here in the uh, in the states uh, under the flag of a United We Strike, and they're pushing for an economic, national, international boycott. Uh, what are your What are your thoughts on something like that? Is that the way to get to these people through their pocketbook? You could, but the problem is you never get enough people on board at the same time to do it. Uh, the, the public have a tremendous power, but remember, most of the public are quite content with the system. Even when it's changing, they adapt into it. And as long as they don't personally get kicked out of their homes or beaten over the head with uh, with, with uniformed uh, guys, uh, they, they, they go along with everything. You can't get people on board. You can bring the country to a standstill if, if enough people just said, we're not going to work tomorrow. You know. <laughs> right. Well, that's what they're shooting for, I think. They're going for something on the 15th uh, tax day down here. Yeah. Well, thank you. That's my input for today. Yeah, thanks for calling. And it's true, too, that you, 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 you know, when you think about it, um, enough folk just saying, no, what are you going to do, lock you all up in prison? Well, they can't do that. So they'd have to find some other way to, to compromise or whatever. Politicians are very good at p- compromising, especially when it's, ha- it's cash in their pockets, unfortunately. But uh, they're, they're known for compromising on most stances, but they would have to keep the economy going, what's left of it, somehow to pay the, the taxes and, and all the rest of it, or what the money that's due to the banks, oh, it's all a big con. But yeah, you, you, can, you can bring the country to a standstill over the price of fuel if you wanted to, or just not going to work and saying that's enough, you know. And but people won't get together and do that sort of thing. The ones who will are generally the lower strata of society. They'll say, "Okay, we'll go along with it." The ones who are a bit better off and upper into the middle classes, uh, they never think anything's going to happen to them, and that's why they don't come and help the lower classes as traditional in history. And that's why they squeal like pigs when it when it ends up hurting them too. They actually squeal like pigs. Oh, of course, because they never thought it would happen to them, right? They were too important. So that's the reality of it. Now, there's a Brian in the UK. Are you there, Brian? Hello, Alan. Hello. Hello. Um, you were mentioning earlier about um, uh, the Internet being monitored. Yeah. And um, I was wanting to find out if, um, if this is primarily um, private organizations that are empowered or contracted to do this kind of work. Yeah, well, I'll tell you how it works. Uh, the NSA, for instance, the National Security Agency, is in charge pretty well for global monitoring. And what the CIA do, do and have always done, MI6 does it too, MI5 does it. They put out legitimate companies out there. And these, these, they might even produce something or do secondary services, but their main job is intelligence gathering. Uh, so they're private, uh, technically private, 
that gives them an awfully free hand to do a lot of things that, uh, because you can't get back at them through them. They'll say, well, we're not really government, so you, you can't complain to the government about them. Or the government will say, well, they're not our boys, you know. So that's how they do it. Now, um, you, you well, find... security, hasn't it? Yes, and that's why Google's up there. Google, uh, and you understand, systems are made to be winners. Uh, any competitors come up, they end up getting bought over or they're losers because uh, they must make sure that everyone's data is going through the same systems. And that's why they created Google. Google is an intelligence-gathering system that is also allowed to correct, to, to, to be a, get, take contracts from private contractors as well for advertising and, and, and all that kind of stuff. But they're, they're essentially part of the military-industrial complex. And the, there's some YouTube videos up there where the CEO of, of Google talks about that, that they give everything over to MI5, MI6, and so on. Everything. So it is part of the intelligence systems network. And Now, there are some other ones, too, which are given free hand. You find your governments also give special universities uh, select data access to computers as well. It's, it's, the universities are doing the psychological profiles on you for the Pentagon and for... Whitehall and, and so on in, in England, and they do your clusters of friends, all that stuff, and actually personally profile you for them. So uh, it's, a, it's an amazing system up there. There's nothing out there anymore that really is private. Yeah. What's the likelihood of um, of foreign companies being contracted, say, within the UK or whatever, to to do this type of work? Maybe because they've got uh, the ability or the, the expertise. Is that likely? Oh, it's, it's already happening. I mean, as I say, too, that first article I read by Kaki, uh, that's an intelligence gathering system. It also works, and it's worked with the CIA, and it's doing the, the Scottish Census 2011, and they were given the one point whatever billion contract or million contract for 11 million or 22 million, I can't remember, contract to do Scotland, and it's uh, based in America. And it's definitely hand in glove with the CIA, no doubts whatsoever. These were the guys who ran Abu Ghraib, by the way. It's an intelligence service. What's the name of that company again? It's CACI. And I'll put up the links to, yeah, I'll put up the links at cuttingthroughthematrix.com at the end of this talk tonight and with, to their websites and to their contracts with Scotland and so on. And you can read it for yourself, yeah. Uh, just before I go, sorry to keep you, but um, is there any books that, that you can pick up or you can read that you would recommend on this subject, uh, communications and uh, sort of national security? The best places to get them, actually, are to go into university websites. Uh, and because, see, all the big universities now are working uh, for government. They get massive grants from government. They, they also get grants from the foundations, the big foundations like Rockefeller, Ford Carnegie, Guggenheim, and so on. And uh, which again is part of this new world order system, and they print up uh, a lot of their their papers, as they call them. You can also go into the Council on Foreign Relations website, and they'll give you the external plan. They have another one for the inner members, the inner circle, as they call it. But there's, um, um, for instance, I was reading today that Harvard has been working on a project, Harvard University, on the Black Sea area. That's called the Black Sea Project. And they've got all the big military-industrial boys um, on board with them because they expect trouble down there in the future. Their job is to find ways as a massive think tank using public taxpayers' money uh, and the university itself to find ways to bring it, make it another American satellite. 
uh, and under American Dominion. So your big universities are a big, big part of all of this, yeah. Well, thanks very much, Alan. Thanks for calling. And that's how it works. If nothing's as it seems, um, this blurring now between private and, and corporate and, and government is well underway, and government can always wash their hands and say, well, it's not our company, uh, even though they're, they're using it to collect data on people. It's just astonishing now. But see, the real power in this world, see, we're, we're supra-governmental now. We're above governments in this world order. And Professor Carl Quigley said it himself. He said this new system is based on, on a corporate feudalism, a new type of government or governance. And the CEOs of the big corporations uh, are eventually to be the masters of the world. Well, that's what we have already. The, the world is being privatized. The countries are being privatized. That's the key to it all. I can remember even Thatcher being in saying, we've got to privatize everything. She meant everything, folks. And your governments now are simply uh, provincial governments under, say, the economic union. It's not a national government anymore. It's like a little provincial government. And the EU is a new superpower. And that's what's happened as well. So that's to be the same for the Americas as well. And no government today in the West uh, uses uh, its own people. They, they subcontract everything out to these shady organizations which are private but are really all to do with world and international security that will work basically for the big banking elite that are at the top of them. And that's how it is run. The banking elite, the international moneylenders at the top and the CEOs of the corporations beneath them. You can also go into IBM's annual different meetings throughout the year and every major corporation you'll see listed there, they attend. Everybody who's everybody must go to the IBM's meetings and that shows you how this new feudal system is run. It's quite fantastic. And uh, there's Jay from Ohio on the line there. Hi, Alan. Hi. Uh, yeah, oh. Yeah, um, it's been uh, listening to you, you know, as usual every day, um, and massive uh, cognitive distortions in my head. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Just a lot of information. It's very, you know, from time to time I'm very upset, you know, and then sometimes I just want to completely just throw in the towel and say, what the hell, we're screwed, you know. Well, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I bet you do. Yeah, oh yeah. Um, but... You know, it's not, you know, I just, I, I'm a sore loser, so that keeps me going. That's that's the way to do it, yeah. We're all sore losers. Sore losers might save something, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I hate to lose, but, um, you know, thinking about these massive foundations among many things, um, it's just, you know, I think about the people that are with these, you know, of course there's those at the top that know exactly what they're doing, but... It's just hard for me to conceptualize anyone that would want to partake in this, you know. Um, I don't know if it's their ego. I know they get paid quite a bit, but mm -hmm. do now, do they all know what they're doing? Like, you know, the people that are working for them, I know some do, but some think they're just, you know, doing humanity a good thing. <laughs> There are levels, yeah, there's levels, again, quickly put it down pretty pretty good, talking about circles within circles, and how circles overlap, that means your circle of friends, and in high society, 
Um, it's, it's very much a strata type of system, different levels of strata into higher organizations and higher organizations. And the ones below at the bottom, even at the beginning in politics, they're, they're so keen to get on that uh, they, they, they'd um, sell anything out. They'd sell their souls to get up the ladder. That's the type who go into politics. And they'll get sussed out. Uh, they'll be spied upon. They'll be tested before they'll get up, up higher at all. Uh, most of them, of course, are, are given, by the way, and they have since the 90s, uh, Canada, Britain, the U.S. and other countries at the same time all agreed that all higher politicians were to get special treatment at, at top military hospitals. And no one said at the time uh, why they were even talking about this. Wasn't your, your, weren't your hospitals good enough for everybody else or even private ones? No, it had to be military. So you knew then something was coming down the pike for the future. Now, there's no doubt they get advanced science. There are three levels of science. You get up to a doctor's level and professorship level. That's the lowest end of science. Uh, there's two levels above them, including all, all physics, uh, medicine, and so on. So these guys, once again, at the higher levels, are given lots of promises. You know, if it, when some, the bad times come, you will come through, your wife will come through, your family will come through, we'll take care of you. But here's the deal, and it's presented to them. They can't turn back on it, and they, they wouldn't want to. They, they want to have a longevity. They want to have the access to the real, untainted, uh, non-nuclear food and so on. Um, so all of that stuff's already up and running. A few years ago, I read articles where across the world there were special, very expensive places built under domes and greenhouses, special ones, uh, where the workers went in with basically uh, DU suits, DUI suits and masks on. No bugs, insects were allowed in, no air from outside. It was all filtered through heavy filtering systems. And, so, and, I, and I kept wondering at the time, who's going to afford this kind of food? Well, right. now we know, eh? Right. Now we know, because everything else is contaminated. We've got all this stuff. We've got cesium right now going over America. I've got the, I've got the, I'll put up these maps tonight for that you see. The radiation level leader. Well, these guys ain't going to be. They've all got the access cards to the better stuff, and that's why they go along with it. Believe you me, all the perks uh, and so on. Back with a moment after this break. Hi, folks, we're back, cutting through the matrix. And just to tie in with that, uh, private company surveillance, private shadowy company CEOs, feudal system, all the rest of it, FBI launches $1 billion uh, biometric uh, pro- project, $1 billion biometric project with Lockheed Martin, the guys that make all the bombers and stuff. So they, since last week they launched a massive program aiming to record all citizens' biometrics data. This will eventually enable instant surveillance and recognition of any individual walking on the street or entering a building. The $1 billion deal was awarded to Lockheed Martin, world's largest defense company, who is part of elite groups such as the CFR, Council on Foreign Relations, uh, and the Trilateral Commission. In short, Lockheed Martin is the official defense company of the world's shadow government. It's a parallel government, as quickly called it, and Margaret Thatcher called it that too when she joined it and left politics. And also, we find the advisor, the climate advisor, the eco-fascist for Germany, Hans Schulenberger, declares human society needs to be managed by an elite group of wise men. Here we are again, the benevolent dictatorship 
post-democratic, uh, that's the system that they want in, remember. He says he will unveil a master plan for a transformation of society. And this is from the Der Spiegel. This is a recent interview with Professor Hans Joachim Schellenhuber, director of the Potsdam Institute for Climate Impact Research. He announced that he would unveil his master plan for transforming society, uh, no, uh, uh, one no doubt that suits his v- worldview. In Schellenhuber's view, human society needs to be scaled back as depopulation massively and managed by an elite group of wise men who know what is best for the rest. That's post-authoritarian. This has been in the works for centuries, by the way. This is the system they want to bring in. They call them benevolent dictators. And, of course, they like the King Solomon thing, where they sit there and resolve all disputes from their high thrones down on the rest of you. And, anyway, I'll put these links up at the end of the night, which we're almost there now. Give me an hour or so, and hopefully you can start to use them. But um, everything's getting pushed through at one incredible pace right now. It's uh, Most of the public are... are kept in the dark about all of this, are kept entertained with stupid things uh, on television and, and, and ridiculous idio, idiocracy-type uh, movies and uh, comedies that even children won't laugh at. But uh, that's what they've reduced society down to as all this gets rushed forward. We're not supposed to know what's going on or care. Because, you see, as um, uh, Arthur Kessler and also um, Bertrand Russell said, they won't have to think about anything because the state will be doing all their thinking and, and deciding for them. That's where we are today for most folk. Perfect indoctrination. They're happy being managed. They ask no questions. And they don't really do believe that there's superior people above them. They come out of special wombs who are just there, who are, have benevolent attitudes towards them. That's what they want to believe. And these people are gone. These people are gone. And every age they used to call them the dead, even 2,000 years ago, let the dead bury their dead. That's what that means. They've never been truly alive because they're victims of perfect indoctrination of the system. So all these links, as I say, are, are well worth looking at and keeping and saving because they will all disappear down the road, down the memory hole, as Orwell called it, of history, where they constantly rechange history all the time and put in new fake past histories and all the rest of it. It's happening as we speak, folks. It's been happening all your lives, in fact. That's why they're getting rid of all the old books in the libraries and have been since the early 90s. From Hamish Marcel from Ontario, Canada, it's good night to me, your God or your God's school with you. <laughs>